Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so evil. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Girls and boys, couple more days. It's Halloween time. It's my anniversary today too. Oh, happy anniversary. I mean, it's really my anniversary today. Oh, that's so funny. We're recording recording for your anniversary today. So happy happy anniversary to both of us. And then happy for you for when this comes out. Oh, exciting. Eight years. Eight, eight years. Eight years crazy? for both of us. Yeah. Well, married for you. Yeah, married for me. Eight years married, yeah. Yeah. Was it really? Fifteen. Holy guacamole. I know. I, why don't you say that? Because people go by like their wedding anniversary. Once you get married, yeah. then it's your wedding. Yeah. And never and I never had like an official date. Right. It kind of just happened, you know? Yeah, like, Zane and I started dating in, in high school. <laughs> yeah, he kind of like moved in because he needed a place and... I don't know. It just slowly transitioned from like employer, employer, employee to like, hey, damn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but there was no real date. Back in my that. day, it was a, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's I, how it worked. And that's how it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I mean, he got thrown into my house. I swear. He it was, was my so young. It was my too. ex-husband's ploy. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had it up his sleeve. He's like, let me distract her a little so she's not paying attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, and I told Ever we went on a walk this morning. Great, stay, great, great way to start our anniversary morning. Oh. But we went on a walk and... We were like talking, like, wow, I can't believe it's this many years. And I'm like, you know what's crazy is he came here when he was 15, right? So you've been half your half, half his, life. his life. I've been with him. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know, because he's 33 now. So, you know, so best, a little best less number. than half his life I've been with him. And wow. He's like, yeah, he goes, um, I don't know. I don't know. He was so, he, he talks corny stuff sometimes. He's so silly. Oh my god! It's like I won the lotto that day. Whatever. That's so cute. Whatever. Ever. He's so full of shit. (laughs) Yeah, you won the lotto. He's trying to keep up with like the sayings and the cute stuff. Uh, (laughs) Did he just text you? He did. Shut the fuck up. Hi, honey. I'm here, my beautiful queen. I love you. Happy university. University? Listen, he tried. That's <laughs> so sweet. That's so wholesome, though. That's so wholesome. Aw, did he put little emojis? Uh, a, a heart and a kissy face. I love it. <laughs> it probably, I mean, you know, he probably tried to speak it. Maybe it autocorrected. Aw, that's so sweet. Uh, sorry. But he's, he knows the word anniversary. Yeah, he probably I just know. typed he it wrong. He about 17 times already today. Yeah, and he didn't say university, unless it just really sounds the same, and you, he was saying university all day. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to pay attention later, because I'm sure he'll tell me 500 more times today. <laughs> that's so Wait, cute. Should I say happy university to you, too? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Don't confuse him. Just say it back, and then he'll be like, oh, that's how you spell it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, probably just autocorrected. Happy anniversary to you too. And then he'll be like, ah, shit, that's how you spell like, it. Damn. <laughs> wow, I suck. I'll have to go hear him come home. We're crying later. <laughs> I really thought I was knowing how to spell it, but then it fixed it and I thought it was right. And, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we went on this beautiful walk and it was just, it was nice. And he was like, 
damn, like literally half my life. Yeah. And then I was talking to, you know, Leah's like, damn, that's like my half my life that you're married, my whole life that you're together. I'm like, basically. Because it was like when she was one. Yeah. He moved in in April. She turned one in May. And that was when he had moved in. But it took a while from when he moved in. Yeah. But, uh, you know, probably a couple of days. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it took a while. But, yeah, so Leah's like, damn. Wow. Literally half his life, half her life. I know. I think about that too. When Zane and I first started dating, Leah was literally eight years old. She's she's a whole ass woman. Is that crazy? Yeah, time is just going way too fast. October's going way too fast. I need. I have a can week we, and a half. I have so much stop? to do. Can we just we need to pause it. We haven't <laughs> my. I didn't even get my roasted corn. I need to carve a damn pumpkin. I didn't do my cat puzzle that Zane bought me. Like, what's going on? I I need more time. I need more time. We could still do like pumpkiny things after October. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, because yeah, pumpkin, everything is November. It's still November. Pumpkin, yeah, this is true. Roasted corn too in November. This is true. This is true. Like everything out east will still be open. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But you, I feel the same way. I'm like every weekend's been busy. Yeah, this we always have something shot, going next on. Weekend shot, and then it's like no, it's, I it's mean, over. Also, like it's been great stuff. Like this weekend shot because we have family get together on Friday and we're going to a Broadway show the next day. So it, like it is, it's filled with good things. But also, I'm like, damn, I don't have a weekend to go pumpkin picking. And Aaliyah too. She's like, Ma, I don't even want to carve them. She goes, I just want to paint pumpkins this year. And not too long ago, Lidl had them on sale half price for those big ginormous ones for two dollars. Oh, you should have fucking got them. Now the pumpkin patch is going to be $30 for one pumpkin. Oh, when we went to that booty-ass mall thing, uh-huh. they were $14 for a fucking pumpkin that was like the Small. size of a cantaloupe. Uh-huh. $14. I was like, they out there, damn minds. Uh-huh. I'll fucking go to fucking Dollar Tree, get a pumpkin and let her paint that. You know, like, <laughs> you're yeah. painting it anyway. See, I like I like carving them. I like taking out the guts and stuff she like that. She usually does. We, yeah. Okay. God, we've always, but last year we didn't, Zane. I don't think. Zane and year. I did last year. Last year was smacking COVID. Yeah, Zane and I went and got them. Yeah, I don't think we did it last year. But we always used to. Well, I guess yeah. everything is when they're kids. Everything yeah, yeah. You, you always do. Uh, Zane and I used to still pretend that we're kids. <laughs> Listen, it's important. It is. It is important. I like carbon pumpkins. And then you watch them rot and look like grandpa teeth outside. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Halloween is coming. So if you guys remember last, I think you were talking about it on the podcast, right? Talking Did about you? What? About going to see houses. Or was it off the podcast? Okay. Anyways, regardless, Jerry went and like looked at like spooky houses around like Long Island where we live. And last night I went out with my mom and I was like, oh my God, this would be so funny if I pranked her and said, oh, I saw this like beautiful house I want to go show you. And I brought her to like a scary Halloween house. That would be so fucking funny because my mom doesn't like that shit. So um, I put in the address and I turned the camera on and we're just driving. And I don't know how, but as soon as she's like, oh, so you bring me to a house? She's like, is it a Halloween house? I'm like, how the fuck? How did she know? How did she know so fast? She's like, I could tell by your little smirk. I fucking know you. <laughs> No denying that you're my daughter. I know you very well, Alyssa. (laughs) So Jerry gave us like a list and she's like, but this one was the best one. So I was like, okay, we'll we'll go to that one. I felt like it was the least scary. It was cute, right? Did you see it? It was the giant spider blow up. Did I go to the right one? Right by the post office off the highway? Like right off the highway? 
for old Farmingdale? It literally it was had like, like a whole card table. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one yes. I thought was adorable. Like I love like it wasn't spooky and no. I thought it was really tastefully done cuz they had it. Yeah. I also don't like when you see like a big scary monster, like and an then a cute little blow up. and then a cute little blow up. <laughs> don't do that. But over here they did it where it was like sectioned off and I thought it was mm. very tastefully done. That corner that had all the mums I thought was beautiful. I thought it was tastefully done and not scary. Yeah, they yeah. had like a whole fall section. Yeah, yeah, I love that. that okay, was a so nice house. I like yes. That one. So me and my mom pull up to that one and she loved it. <gasps> She fucking loved it. She goes, let's go to another one. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. See, Anne-Marie? So then we end now up taking a Now you understand my whole, love. <laughs> we go for a whole damn tour. I love it. She wanted to keep going. <gasps> and if you liked that one, I'm like, this was Jerry's favorite. Oh, she has no idea. Well, I, I made you a list. for you. Like, I thought it would be a good one for you because it wasn't scary. What other ones have you been to? No, the point was I wanted to prank my mom. Uh, I went to a few of them. Okay, so maybe the ones that I've been to, you've been to. We went to some fucking scary ones. Really? There was one where we pulled up, and I was like, ah! I like screamed, and we like pulled away, and then we ended up going back. But the initial shock was like, no oh way. fuck! Yeah, see, I, I don't. See. Yeah, I don't think you've been to the one those ones. Though. I would love to, and that's the thing. Cause I'll I'm tell in, you the streets. I'm do you remember? A, I'm in a group right that people go oh our house is ready and they post their address or someone will say oh i'm taking my kids i live out here any houses in the area so when Aaliyah ever and i went looking i had to go through like keep scrolling through her facebook page to find them and i told Alyssa when she had asked me last night when i went on that same group the guy had them all organized by suffolk county nassau county and he even have them grouped like this is massapequa area this is levittown area this yeah. is gap hank out in suffolk area i was like holy shit like if i would have <laughs> just waited a couple of days it would have just been right there mm. but anyway you so there's again. a lot of houses that i didn't see that were on that list so and yes i definitely can go again yeah i've made you a great list okay good did you go to the one on arlington Is that Avenue B in Arlington? I don't know the exact address, but it was Skeletons. Yeah. Okay, yes. That one was sick. Okay. The one that was the scariest was Quinton. Didn't go to Quinton. You need to know that one. Okay. So scary. The one in Ecker is not good. Okay. I, I didn't go to that. that one. I don't... That's not familiar. Hawthorne. Amazing. Mm-mm. And the spruce wood was the one that I texted you about. You guys, we pull up and there's a fence and they're just a bunch of baby dolls. It wasn't like a decorated house. They just did it like outside of their house. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about now? No, I didn't go to that one either. It was a bunch of baby dolls lined up in a row. And then there's a big like cauldron, they call it, like the big black pot. Uh-huh. And a giant Barbie in it, sitting in it. And they're all like watching her get like sacrificed. Uh-huh. And there was like an Annabelle doll too, like Very against the cute. fence. Uh, cute, cute. And it was hyster- no, it was. Me and my mom were laughing our asses off. And there was like they were like carrying like a little black bag because they were tiny baby dolls. So they were carrying a little mini body oh, in a black like, bag. Everybody keeps tagging me in that picture. Like Jerry, you have to do this. Your mom was like, "No, I won't. Definitely come over." Where all the dolls were carrying like a coffin or a body bag. <laughs> I'm like, that's a really great idea. I think she changed her perspective last night, though. It was hysterical. I love it. So I hope she's coming. She never RSVP'd, but I mean, I hope she's coming. Oh, she better. She, she said that you and she thinks you and her and they're going some. They have to go somewhere else. She said she thinks. So, yeah, yeah, but I told her I'm like you better at least show up for a little bit though. Yeah, 
It's rude. She's not doing it not because of the decor. Rude. I think because somewhere she, she has, has somewhere else. Plans. Yeah. She has plans. Yeah. It's not rude. I literally sent her a message too. I'm like, listen, I know Halloween is not your thing. So if you were to tell me no, I'm not offended. But we're having a party, and she would love you to come. just coming to hang out. But yeah, she hates Halloween though. Not Maybe after not last now. night. She's yeah. loving it. Woohoo! Thank she you for converting her so over. Fun. Now next year she'll be up on the ladder helping me decorate. She'll be like, Jerry, give me that haunted. Yeah. We'd pull away, and she'd be like, Oh, that one was not that good. Ah, look at her. All right, well, I'm definitely going to take those names, which ones from you. Yes, and, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. It was so funny. All right, good, 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 good. Hysterical. But I do want to go to the ones, like, by Massapequa and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't go to any of those. I only went, like, you sent me two pictures. I only went off the one. That's the TikTok one is right over there. Oh. The oh, we were if driving around still- for, like, an hour and a half. We had to go home at some point. <laughs> the um, If you guys have seen it, there's, like, a, a, a ship a shipwreck yard that went viral, yeah. and on, viral on tiktok and that's i stumbled across it twice by once by accident and then once on purpose but it was so chaotic that we didn't even and by that time it had just started drizzling and ali and everett didn't want to like park the car and go walk up to it but it was literally like they were directing traffic to like hurry up get past you know and it's uh, like oh, i can't even oh were like, you getting oh. out and looking at all of them? Huh? that one i wanted to because it was just so much but oh see we just stayed in the car yeah but also we were getting you, spooked we were most spooked. of the houses you could but that one i think because it's tiktok famous okay it was like literally they were moving traffic right oh. along so people were like getting out and I was like, guys, you want to get out? And they're like, yeah, it's starting to drizzle. It's getting late. And I'm like, all right, good. Let's That's so funny. It started to drizzle last night, too, when we were driving around. Spooky. Yeah. Adds to it a little bit. You know why I think that went viral, though? Because of the truck in front of the house. The truck? There was a truck in front of the house in the TikTok filled with wood planks. And everybody in the comments was like, well, I guess this is why we have a wood shortage and stuff like that. And people were like, he's probably like a contractor or something. Yeah, probably. But it was just funny because I think that's why I went viral. I mean, it, it is cool, but it's not as scary as some of the fucking houses we saw last night. Yeah, Holy shit, they were scary. scary. There was a lot of work. There is this guy. I'm going to post a picture in our Facebook group today. Okay. There's a guy on my one of my DIY Halloween things. He made, Alyssa, he bought like foam panels like the size of a king size bed. Right. And then like carved, like cut and like shaved and carved. This guy, now you know the 12 foot skeleton? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this guy made. Which I like, didn't know had eyes, by the way. Oh, really? No, I didn't even realize that. Last but, night I was like, his eyes are blinking. They're moving. They're looking around. They're blinking. <laughs> this one guy, though, he made um, like a skeleton hand. But like, so on his front yard, he has the skeleton hand that he formed, he made, he painted, he takes you through step by step of how he created this. And the 12 foot skeleton guy, like it looks like he's holding him, looks like a tiny little pencil compared to how big this guy's hand is. Really? It's massive. And like he did this whole thing where it looks like the skeleton is coming out of his house. Like maybe maybe he was buried under the ground. So like he, he made like a, a half of a skull, like with an eyeball popping out of the roof and then like had extra roof shingles to make it look like the roof was getting uh... broken through. So fucking creative. That's cool. I'm like, people are geniuses with some of these decorations. Like, some of this shit has just blown me away. And it's like, I cannot wait to get my new house to be able to start 
planning it out and having a proper I mean everything I do like I love I'm I'm proud of everything that yeah. I do but nothing in comparison to what people do and I don't want to buy anything like I don't want to go out and buy the $300 skeleton or yeah. you know all these big animatronics I, I don't I mean of course I'd like them but I'm A I'm too cheap and B I realize like the shit that people make is so much more creepier looking you know mm. and it's like this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I don't know. The house that was really creepy had a bunch of life-size things moving around. That's a, I won't be coming around if you have one of those outside. Like the fucking Jason that moves. Nah. That shit freaks me out. The skeletons, I don't care. Like the fake little hanging things. Or the fake spiders. Whatever. The oh, so real- that house over here that really bothered you doesn't bother you now? Which have- one? No, they have a life-size big thing holding a little girl. That freaks me out. Oh. But the one of the houses that you're going to go to, you'll see it's all life-size like, like a real man. Moving mm. as if it's a real human. That shit freaks me out. That shit scares me. Mm. Benji, can we not do that today? Hello? I swear the other guy, the other day, you guys, if you know the TikTok sound, it's like, oh no, our table is broken. I swear the other day he walked in the bedroom and he went, oh no. <laughs> and as she's telling me this, he's going in the background. Oh no. I swear. I texted Zane. I go, Benji just went, oh no. <laughs> Sounded just like it. The same tone and everything. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, I think it's the life-size, moving, realistic things that freak me out. Like mm. a fake little ghost or a fake skeleton. Like I know it's just plastic. You know what I mean? You I have will. to walk me out with my eyes closed if you ever have one of those in front of your house. <laughs> those are scary. But even like the simplicity, like you said, the one with the dolls and the cauldron. Like... It wasn't yeah. big animatronics, but it was like, no. yeah. No, the animatronics are fucking scary, and they had so many of them. Mm. It's terrifying. Okay. It's so scary. Listen, I'm ready for it. I, literally- I really hope Aaliyah doesn't have a lot of homework tonight, because maybe even tonight. Like, Ever and I are going to go grab dinner quick, but after that, maybe we'd come pick her up if she's not doing my, homework. Oh, maybe we should all go, because my mom was saying, she's like, oh my god, she loved it so much. She's like, we have to take Zane and Dad tomorrow. They're going to love it. We have to, we don't tell them. We just pull up to the houses. Oh my gosh. Wait. So well, can we all fit in one car? No, I don't think so. How are we going to all fit in one yeah, car? Yeah, we can't. We can rent something. <laughs> Get everyone to bring home a limo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take me on a dinner date and then pick everybody up and let's go looking at scary houses. I mean, that would honestly be a dream of mine, actually. Map it out. What? In the limo? Why escape. not? Yeah, why not? That's fucking awesome. That's where you want to go. Fucking every time, like, pull up. Open the sunroof, stand up, look yeah. at the house, appreciate it, sit back down, move on to the next one. Not a bad idea. Ever, actually, I kind of want to do gifts. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you do me a <laughs> Can you tell Richie to give you a bus? Just for like an hour and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so. So, I'm maybe excited. I'll see you around the streets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you up in those streets tonight. We in the hood. <laughs> we'll run into each other in the hood. That's great. Oh God! I'm glad that you that Anne Marie, Anne Marie. I'm glad that you liked it, and I'm glad that you're slowly converting. <laughs> I also, 
I think she's the same as me. Like, I'm not obsessed with it like you are, but, like, it is fun. But I'm not, like, I would never, like, decorate my house with it, you know? Mm-hmm. I would look at other people's houses. The little... So you have kids. When people do and the little skeletons, be- like, crawling on the house, that freaks me oh, out, too. I That's a little that. creepy looking, right? Like, the little skeletons yeah, are climbing. Like, they look like they're climbing. That. Skeletons are so expensive, but... And yeah. you know what? It's like... Yeah, whatever. But when you have kids, it'll change. Like... That's why I started doing it for my kids, and then they got older. You know, this is from- not for your kids. You scare no. the shit out of them with this shit. No, listen, <laughs> it started out as cutesy cutesy. You put out the cute little ghosts, with sure, like the, yes. you know, and Great. then as they get older, they want a little more, little more, and then it just became this. And and then <laughs> listen, I have always I have girlfriends from school that will still around this time reach out to me and go, oh my god, I'm just thinking about your Halloween parties. My mom always yeah, it wasn't like cute this. Halloween we parties. We had great Halloween parties. We'd always watch the scary movies. Yeah, that's you know? fine. And so Halloween has always been very near and dear to my heart. You know, people remember my mom for our Halloween parties, and it's just like it's always been important for me. Yeah, and I love scary movies you know like i love all of that so mm. it just it just fits into but we gotta can i read something real quick sure. <laughs> real quick well, yeah growing up my mom would hang like little ghosts off the you know the front tree, the tree yeah. yeah like the but cutesy stuff yeah but I, I will never decorate my haunted my house like a haunted house like you do i'll just know mm. <laughs> it's not for me i mean but i'll do give me enough Halloween, time with my sure. grandchildren i'll have them loving it and no you're not like, so just no be like yo Mom, can you decorate like grandma's, please? No, I say you can go to grandma's. (laughs) Oh, I love people are tagging me in this. So cute. I got another Kybella treatment, you guys, and I'm like a bullfrog. And you know what I got? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yeah. Alyssa took me. She held my hand because I'm like a little baby. I actually didn't. I didn't know if I was allowed. She took me to um, get my Lisa hair treatment for my chinny chin chin. Yay. And it it was an amazing um, experience. Yeah, the place was nice. They let us extend it, like the, the Groupon. Yes. So it was going to expire, my... but then she had surgery. So. Oh, and you could, what did they say when we walked in and you were trying to explain it? I know. I was like, where do I even start? And I was like, I, I have. I bought this as a gift, and then she had surgery, and then you guys let me extend it. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have it written down. How was her surgery? <laughs> and it's like, wow. <laughs> That's very nice of you. <laughs> you remember. And then they're like, are you excited? Did you enjoy it? Are you feeling okay? How does this go? How did that go? Very nice. Very nice. Very nice people there. Yeah. So we read last week, Mm -hmm. um, we read about the girl who did the photo shoot in the tunnel at the house. Yes. It actually came out today, I think. Yeah, it came out today. So as you're listening to today's episode, the girl responded. She's like, oh my God, I just heard it. And she answered a few of my things, a few of our things. Our uh, questions about, okay, so yeah. if you guys remember, like this girl went and did a photo shoot in like a tunnel and then the the photographer yeah. texted sent- her, sent a text and then something about like the bridge and then she went under the bridge and the text sent again, but he never sent the text twice. Correct. Okay. And she was getting creepy crawly. So yeah. she said, I'm the girl from the first story about the text in the haunted tunnel. It's in Sensbog Tunnel in Kingsport, Tennessee. The family's house has been passed down because that's another thing. You were like, why would you still live there? Yeah. So the family's house has been passed down for generations and generations. And there's a family graveyard on the property, too. Oh, so God. So I think that's why they stay. Also, I don't decorate for any small holidays like Easter or the 4th of July. I keep my animatronics up and tastefully spook things out all year and decorate them for other holidays. Like I put a Santa hat on Leatherface. <laughs> What's Leatherface? You don't know Leatherface? 
Yes, you do. You got to know Leatherface. Okay, I hope this answered so many questions. And it did. And I love her. Mm-hmm. You don't know Leather. You know Leatherface. Mm. No. As soon as I see it, as soon as she should, you'll be like, oh, yeah. This is scary. It, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to see it. You don't know Leatherface? Ugh. Uh, so, but she'll... She That's keeps the him, shit I don't like. It's too realistic. She keeps him up year round then just puts a Santa hat on him for Christmas. <laughs> That's psychotic behavior. No, this is somebody who I would be friends with. If she lived closer, we would be good friends. Yes. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't dress in like... Teach Sarah. <laughs> Listen, it's what's... What brings people together? What makes you a friend of somebody? What makes you friends? Scary like, shit? Like, likeness. Oh, yeah, sure. Likeness. Go for it. Likeness. Like-mindedness, right? Sure. You both like scary, creepy, right. weird shit. Right. Sure. Right. So it's just <laughs> we're on the same. Yeah. I I would take like a clown or a witch face or like a scary goblin over that. That's too realistic. You know what I mean? Mm, like that's, that's the shit that scares me. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Instead of like fake shit. Yeah. But think of how funny that is. It's just a Santa hat for Halloween. Like, I think that's hysterical. I think that's, like, a good sense of humor. I would get so sick of the decor. I can't keep decor up for that long with any holiday. Well, I mean, you change your decor all the time anyway. Yeah. I think you just, like, change. Yeah, but I also, like, I fucking love Christmas. Like, how you are with Halloween is how I am with Christmas. But I still, like, get to a point where it's like, okay, time to take the Christmas tree down. After a while. Like, I wouldn't be able to keep it up all year round. Because then you don't feel like it's summer. You don't feel like it's spring. BTW. Sorry for interrupting. (laughs) I am definitely going to keep my tree up when I have a new house. And decorate it for all the different holidays. Like You would do that. Yeah. You you would. Like, I was thinking about doing it this year. (laughs) This past Christmas, I was going to leave it up. And then it was just... Yeah. But I think I think eventually I would love to do that. that like is have something a fall that you would tree, do. have a spring tree, summer or Easter or Go I think for I would it. do that. Yeah, I think it's cute. I think Yeah, as long as you just get a, just my little one, a plain pine tree, then you can put eggs in it for Easter. Yeah. Like why not? Put little sure. bunnies. Go for it. <sighs> I think <laughs> I will. Whatever tickles your fancy. Whatever floats my boat. Whatever floats your boat. I used to Wait, say what do you say? And Zane hates it. I used to say whatever sinks your submarine. <laughs> <laughs> submarines don't sink <laughs> that's not how he talks at all <laughs> like a frat boy submarines don't sink <laughs> it's fucking funny I mean they don't but they don't but it's just like let me have my saying I'm just trying to be quirky and different okay I mean you can it's like whatever floats your boat whatever sinks your submarine <laughs> like I can't say whatever makes your submarine go underwater it's like naming this podcast a girl and her boyfriend's mom <laughs> Like, no, some things just make better sense, you know, even though they aren't, don't make sense. <laughs> mm. Anyways. Anyways, let's read some Halloween emails. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys. Wait, who is this? Spooky Halloween story. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys, before I get into my spook, <laughs> before I start my spooky story, I just wanted to say how much I appreciate y'all and the work that y'all put into the podcast. Thank you. I religiously listen <gasps> oh Mondays, Thursdays on my 35 minute commute <laughs> to work. Thank you. Her fucking dogs. I'm dying. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm fucking dying. How come I don't see dogs at all? In the photo? Oh, I just scrolled down. I saw him, but I didn't see him. <laughs> okay. Now on to the scariest story. The date was October 3rd, 2021, and the sky was dark. My fiancé was going to work, going on a work 
trip for a week, so we decided to spend as much time together before his week away. Hot, steamy sex was obviously on the menu for the evening, and oh, was it good. At one point, I took control and threw myself on top of him. He slid right into me, and I started going at it like the Energizer Bunny on steroids. I apparently was so relaxed, and just in that moment, I let out the loudest, scariest fart of my life. (laughs) No, that's why she wrote this email. I'm dead. I was mortified. We literally looked at ass at each other and died laughing and talked about how I just farted while on top of him. We have been together for seven years and I have never laughed so hard together. Obviously, it ruined the sex vibes and he was not able to finish. But you guys, (laughs) it was so scary about how long that big fart was. Uh, I know it's not actually a scary, spooky Halloween story, but I thought it would be funny. (laughs) I hope you all got a laugh from this and I hope I'm not alone in this situation. Picture of my fiance and I've touched because I know you like... Uh, and I know you like to Facebook stalk. You know what's going on. You're going to be like, oh, my God, that's the girl that let out that big she fart. She has a little chihuahuas. Oh, my God. And you guys are all matching. The chihuahuas are wearing the same thing fuck, to Melissa. Fuck off. That's the cutest oh. shit I've ever seen. You guys are adorable. <laughs> it looks like a little Taco Bell dog. <laughs> Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> I like how she sets the scene. The exact date. The, the you know, sky was dark. <laughs> She really fooled us. You really did. You had me going. (laughs) Oh, he had you going. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. All right. Um, Ghost approves of husband. Mm, Hello, beautifuls. I lived in my parents' house in the finished attic for several years. The attic was two two big rooms, and the first one was a walkthrough to get into the other. I could get a large sense of spirit activity sometimes, mostly in that first room. When I was dating my then-boyfriend, now ex, the door would fly open or slam close. It was an old door that didn't quite match up with the frame, so you really had to be aggressive with it to get it to shut completely. It would happen if I was upset or just in a deep thought. Just out of nowhere, the shut, stuck door would fly open or slam shut. It would happen most frequently when my ex was sleeping over with me. It would happen several times at night. Oh, several times a night. Oh my God. I got goosies. Uh, I got the goosies. I didn't know people's attics can be that big. That's what I'm worried about. I thought everybody's attics were like crawl spaces. Oh, no. No, 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 no. My girlfriend. Oh, like a movie, like when you go up the uh, stairs and it's a big room. Yes. My girlfriend had a a, a huge house in Baldwin, her grandmother, and their attic was to die for. I loved it. It was like, just because it was just all beams, it was beautiful. Doesn't that turn into just like an upstairs room at that point? If you like seal it and put okay walls and so stuff. an but attic is just like, like unfinished unfinished with all the studs and the beams it was gorgeous yeah i like that gorgeous. It's very rustic. yeah love it um uh even several times a night even waking us up out of dead sleep my sister isn't a believer and tried to blame a draft but the attic wasn't very drafty and it would happen even if there was no wind at any time of the day or night sometimes i would yell for the spirit to stop and it would leave us alone for the night Ooh. After we broke up, the spirit slowed way down with its door antics. It still did it occasionally, maybe because it could sense that I was still seeing him. Yes, I was dumb. My ex was really not the good guy that I thought he was. Once I started dating my husband, there was no more door action at all. Sometimes I can smell my pappy, like her Her grandpa, grandpa, at my parents' house. He had a very distinct smell. I like to think that it was him trying to warn me. The fact that the door slams and opens completely stopped... The fact that the door slams and openings completely stopped once I began dating my husband seals the deal for me. 
Nothing in the house changed. So what else could it be besides a spirit looking out for me? It's exactly what it is. Lots of love. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Listen, there's a show called The Maid, which I'm watching. Oh, I've seen a lot of people talking about that. Uh, well, that's we, We're a few episodes in, but last night there was a situation where they were cleaning out a house and because um, she's made, and there was like an attic sort of door that was slamming shit behind her and this is I got goosies when you read it because I was like thinking of last night but yes absolutely a billion percent that's your pappy saying uh he's a piece of shit don't go with him and yeah he's good I like him absolutely like wholeheartedly a billion percent in my heart that's what I believe that's crazy just in case you wanted my opinion that's crazy (laughs) because she totally didn't ask for it (laughs) that's why she wrote in you know what Alyssa I think you're right yeah okay Let's hear what we think. Spooky story. Hello, beautiful ladies. I love you all so much. So when I was younger, I played on a Ouija board in the bathroom because I was hiding it from my mother. I came through to some some spirits, surprisingly. I asked the spirits how many of them were there with me, and they gave me back three and I proceeded to ask if they were all good or evil spirits and they gave back evil so I decided to say paper what what I just no I skipped a whole line oh so I decided <laughs> I wasn't looking so like Jerry's reading sorry sweetheart you know who you are I apologize but you know so I decided to say goodbye I thought that would be the end of it but that was only the beginning I I could be sitting on the toilet toilet and the toilet paper would start rolling away until it was empty it was just on a toilet paper holder and would start and only started when i would use the restroom then me and my mom were walking in the kitchen and all the cabinets were open even the drawers also a really scary scary part about this is i've seen a spirit in my peripheral vision that was very tall or floating wearing a white dress and had long black hair I really started to just tell myself I'm seeing things and that my mom was playing tricks on me until my brother had come to tell me how scared he was that he had just saw a ghost. Then he said, then he said, she said, I was like, oh my fucking God, what does she look like? And he said to me, uh, white dress, long black hair, literally described exactly what I saw. Ooh. Then my brother went on vacation with my parents and sent me a picture of a woman standing outside the window of my grandparents' house looking like exactly what we've been seeing. Shit is crazy. I'll try and find the pic he may have, that he may have sent it, but ever since moving into my own apartment, I haven't seen her nor have gotten frightened. I do not claim any negative energy while writing this, but the spooky story I just decided to share. Love you all. Love the podcast, too, so much. I bet people are always scared to share their stories. They don't want to reignite it. It's like, I'm not putting this in the atmosphere. I am just not doing it. (laughs) Jerry, I want to send them to you, but I don't want to revisit it, so I'm not. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You want to know something funny I just realized? Why is the bitch always fucking white dress, long black hair? I don't know where that stereotype came from. Because it's probably because of the black and white pictures. Because if you think um, of, you know, and it's probably just ingrained in our brains, you know. It's like like the, the like an alien. Like how it's like a little green right. guy. Like we all think he's green guy right. with like an almond shaped head. Yeah. Right. It should just like, I think there was an origination of the white dress, long black hair though. I feel like we went over that last last year when we recorded Halloween. That Lorona. That bride bitch. Yeah. Something mm. along those lines. Like somebody was creepy wearing a white dress long black hair and then it just became like a symbol. Oh, Lorona, yeah. Mm. Yeesh. I just realized, because I wrote down Ouija board with a W and I was like, that's wrong. And then I realized 
You can just take the W, make the first loop an O, and then it's spelled right. <laughs> Wait, what? Write down Ouija, but with the with the Y. With the Y. Wait. Yeah. Like W I J A. W I J A. And then you can just make because it's the real way to spell it is O U. You can just connect the first thing of the W, and then it's an O U. Ah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if that has any significance, but I thought it was interesting yeah, when I was writing my does. notes. It probably means that Alyssa's a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> Says the one with fake dead bodies hanging around her house, sure. <laughs> um, that's really scary, though. Oh, my God. I think you need to do a Ouija board. Listen, I'm going to tell you some shit. When we were a kid, we used to do little seances. What the fuck is that? <laughs> we used to get them because uh, it's like candles, prayers. You're basically trying to talk. I don't know exactly what the translation is. Trying but, to talk to spirits. But we would have plates and we would fucking. <laughs> oh, God. What? We would have candles and we would burn the bottom of the plates before okay. they would like know and this is all like during candlelight and we would tell them like to touch the place to feel to see if you feel the spirits and then I'm like oh my god and like go like this put a cross and then they would go look in the bathroom and they'd have ashes so it would like scare them but it was oh you it was would fuck with them up. yeah it was pretty set up that was I think probably one of my mom's things who'd she you do it to up. A bunch of my friends, like, on Halloween parties. Do they still think it's real to this day? No. No, no, no. We were kids. That's what I'm saying. They still reach out. I mean, it's like, what, 35, Wait, but did they, 40 are, years later, people are still talking about my mom's Halloween parties? Yeah, but if you talk to them, they'd be like, oh, my God, remember, Jerry, when we, like, saw the d- d- dust on our forehead? Like, would they still think it, like, actually happened? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. If that happened was, like, to when you? when we were younger, when we grew yeah, up. Yeah, which is when you believe shit. Yeah. That's when you believe shit. If you, vice versa, if that happened to you, you would be telling the story right now. Oh my God, I was with all my friends and like, oh, we would baby. play this game and we would like touch these plates and then we would look in the mirror and there'd be ashes on our heads. Like, that's what we used to do when we were younger. Like, the, the spirit, like you would believe it. You know what I mean? Like, what would be a reason not to if you never told them that you were doing it? Setting them up. Like, if it was vice versa, you'd be like, oh my God, I remember when I was younger and we would see ashes on our heads in the mirror. You know what I mean? Unless you like literally told them it was fake. I totally don't. I, I when you do this to me, it so confuses me because it's like you're right. <laughs> like if I never said, oh by the way, guys, I preset that up with my mother. Yeah. Like would they have ever? I don't know. Probably not. You should have them on and have them into you should, <laughs> you should message one. Hey of guys. Them. Okay, ready for the next email. Ready, Freddie. Halloween slash ghost stories. Hello, ladies. This is my first time writing in. I never thought I'd send ghost stories before I sent any mother-in-law stories, which I have plenty of. So why aren't you sending them? I know. Them? Seriously, send them in, girlfriend. My husband's bio, but I thought she was talking about such a millennial. <laughs> or a general Zer, I guess. I thought she was talking about like a bio on social media. 
Like, link in bio. Okay. My husband's biological mom is a terrible mother-in-law, while his stepmom is all that I could ask for and more in a mother-in-law. That's all you need. Just a figure. Doesn't matter who it is. Anyways, here's some ghost encounters my kids have had since we've moved into our current apartment about a year and a half ago. The most recent happened tonight. My three-year-old ran to the hallway as if to run to his room, but he stopped and said something that I couldn't, I didn't quite hear. Then he got a very confused look on his face. He ran back over to me and just said, mommy, I just saw a baby walk to the hallway and then to my room and then it just disappeared. He then ran back to the hall and said, Mommy, come look. So I told him, nope, but that he could sleep on the couch tonight. The next one was shortly after we moved in, maybe a month or two. My five-year-old kept telling my husband and I, there's a baby girl ghost. Eventually, we asked where she slept. Don't ask why. We shouldn't have. He told us that she sleeps in the master bathtub, the bathroom attached to my husband and I's room. I slept on the couch for a couple of weeks. That's when he stopped mentioning the baby girl ghost. This last one I'm going to mention is a day or two after moving in. This is a hard one for me. I'm already starting to cry. Oh my gosh. My oldest was in my bedroom hallway talking. No one was standing with him. I kept calling to him both his rename, his real name, and his nicknames. I took a few minutes before he finally, it took a few minutes before he finally heard me. I asked him who he was talking to. I lost my shit when he responded, Granny. Granny's my mother. She never got to meet my three boys or my husband. She passed a month before we were all finally going to visit. But hearing him say that he was talking to her made me cry. Over the next few days, I'd ask him something he wouldn't know about my mom, and he'd answer me correctly. (gasps) Eventually, he stopped mentioning her, and then I had a dream where I got to talk to her. She's no longer in pain, and she's happy, is what she told me in my dream. It gets hard sometimes, and I miss her so much. Sorry if this was long, especially if Jerry read it. I'll eventually write in again with, another, with mother-in-law stories. I have so many. You guys will get plenty of content. I don't know how to end this email, so here's some pictures. Have a wonderful day. Aww. Wow. That's actually amazing. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is spooky, but it's cool. It's a different kind of spooky. Yeah. It's different than a baby sleeping in your bathtub. Oh, your master off. bathtub. <gasps> um, which... Two of your kids have saw, an, a, saw a baby. I would try to do the history on the house. I wonder if like baby. a baby like drowned in a bathtub or something like that, oh, you know? Oh um, but then when you said that your mom was there with him, I mean, that's got to be, sure, I, I would cry too, but that's got to be so heartwarming for you that she's there with him, that he felt safe and he was talking to her. That may, That must make you feel like a certain sort of way. Comforted. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that you you had that dream and you know she's not no longer in pain and she's okay. Like, I'm glad you got closure. That's amazing. Woo! Every piece of hair on my arms just stood up. I know. Woo! <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, this is my favorite shit right here. Exorcisms? I love it. Dude, there is one house in, like, the back. We couldn't really see. But it was like a table and there was like two people standing next to it. I think it like a surgery table or like exorcism, something along those lines. Oh my God. Give me the address stat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some creepy shit you're going to like. Okay. Halloween stories. Girl, get ready. Exorcism? Question mark. Okay. So I wasn't going to write in because I really, nope. Sorry. Okay. I wasn't going to write in because I didn't think I really had anything to say, but when I heard your paranormal episode last year, it got me thinking. So I have five stories that 
get gradually crazy crazier as they go so snuggle up grab your pumpkin cookies and your halo ice cream <gasps> forgot about those <laughs> oh my god i need those now. and get ready to hear how fucked up the spirit world has me remember those cookies that i loved in the white bag what are those called again what brand is that mm. i never know i just know it's the little white bag that folds Pepper Trump. yes with the pumpkin ones and i would put them in the microwave mm-hmm. she just unlocked a memory Okay, sorry. Okay, before I start, I need to preface a couple of things. My mom's dad was a Pentecostal pastor for a long time. If you don't know what that is, it's basically basically just another branch of Christianity, but they have a closer connection with the Holy Spirit. The biggest part of this religion is that the members are able to speak in what is basically tongues. Not in a satanic or an evil way, but there's but it is where they're also passionate. They are so passionate about whatever is happening that the Holy Spirit speaks through them. Hmm, interesting. I grew up hearing my older relatives speak in tongues, and in my mind, I know exactly how to speak it. But even now, when I try to replicate the prayers I've always heard them say, it's like my lips turn to mush and I can't form the words. Ooh, probably because you're not a pastor. <gasps> Ooh, this is going to get me. It's getting me already. Okay. Melissa's well, looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is because it's not like learning Spanish or French where you can practice and eventually get it right. The only times you can do it is when you need to. I don't practice this religion myself, so I could be a little off, but there's basically an overview of what I, taught. I was taught by my mom who doesn't involve herself in that world too much anymore. Another thing is that my family is not super religious in the sense that we don't go to church, but I do believe in God. I also believe, because of the stories that I'm told, that there is a spirit world. There are good spirits, bad spirits, and I'm pretty fucking sure they like to yank me around like a yoke, like rope, just fucking with me. Okay, let's get into it. When I was little, I had so many imaginary things in my life. Never imaginary friends. It was weirder than that. They were invisible lions that had to stay in the trunk. So whenever the family went out, we would have them protect us. And they were like a 100 imaginary kids that were always around. That was nothing new to my mom. I was always talking to myself ever since I was able to form words. I was an only child. And my mom figured that this is something that lots of only children did. Well... One average day when I was three, it was it was late and my mom was sitting on our couch watching TV. My stepdad was at work and I was playing with my toys, talking to someone much louder than normal. So my mom asked me who I was talking to. She said the conversation went like this. Who are you talking to, baby? I ignored her, so she asked again, who are you playing with? I said, uh, my sister, Carissa, and I kept playing. My mom said she blanked out for a second. We lived in this scary little apartment where there was always creepy noises and things happening. So we just, this was just the icing on the cake. My mom called my stepdad and asked him to come home ASAP because she was freaking out. When he got home, he said my mom was white as a ghost. Why was me pretending to be my sister so weird, you might ask? Pretending to have a sister. Oh, pretending to have a sister. So weird, you might ask. About a year before my biological dad and mom had me, they were pregnant with another little girl. She was far enough along that they had already picked a name. Carissa Bliss. Oh! Ah! This pregnancy obviously did not work out. My mom is a very closed-door person when it comes to her feelings. So this was never talked about, especially because I was only three-ish. 
She asked my dad if he had mentioned her name to me, and he got really angry and said no because he never talked about losing a baby since it hurt him so bad. My mom then asked me more about Carissa. Is she a mean friend? No, she's my sister. We just play. Does she ever tell you to do bad things? No, she just likes to play with me. Very shortly after this happened, I started to sleepwalk almost every single night for many oh. years. My mom had to come down. My mom had her dad come in and bless the house because while simply playing with the spirit wouldn't do me any harm. She was worried that the sleepwalking came from Carissa too. Well, I never did. People can do some pretty messed up stuff while sleepwalking. My mom's biggest fear was that if an evil spirit pretending to be her lost baby trying to corrupt me or something to that nature. Very rarely were these nights that I didn't sleepwalk. Very rarely were there nights that I didn't sleepwalk or even after having the or even sorry, 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 sorry. Very rarely were there nights that I didn't sleepwalk even after having the house blessed, but I never talked about her again and didn't even find out that my mom was pregnant before me until I was 14. This is a very traumatic event on my mom, and to this day, she still genuinely believes that no one told me about Carissa and that I only met her on my own. Her only concern is why. If she was a good spirit, she left when my grandpa blessed the house. If she was a good spirit... Her She's only like, concern is why, if she was good, did she leave when my grandpa blessed the house? Oh. Wow. Okay, go ahead. You take on number two. Number two. <clears throat> Aside from sleepwalking, there weren't many things that happened to me over the next few years. None that I could recall anyway. But one night, I was probably nine or so, my parents and I went to see a couple of their friends and their kids who were having a party out, out at their house in the middle of nowhere. We were there for so long that... Plenty of people had already left, so it was just my family and their friend's family. Eventually, it got so late that all the kids went inside to watch TV, and we fell asleep. We were watching a movie, and we had fallen asleep so long that the DVD player had shut off. So their giant TV was just a blue screen that said no signal or something like that. Most of the people above the age of 18 remember what I'm talking about, 100%. Mm -hmm. Or you had to rewind something to start it (laughs) to get to the beginning. Well, I got woken up by the sound of people talking. I couldn't understand what they were saying, but it was literally so loud that they sounded drunk. I started laying down, but I opened my eyes and I saw three people walk in front of the TV into the kitchen. I then went back to sleep because they weren't talking anymore. When my mom came to wake me up so I could go home, I asked her why everyone came stumbling into the house being so loud when they knew we were trying to sleep. Sis, we've been outside this whole time. You haven't been asleep that long. I know what you might be thinking. You were a kid. You were asleep in the middle of the night. You were obviously dreaming. Well, I tell you, I know that it was not a dream. I absolutely mean it. I smelled the alcohol. I felt the warmth of their bodies moving in front of us. And the living room was not that big. So having three grown adults walk past you is something you noticed. I know we've all had some dreams where it feels real and it's not. But when you wake up, you know it was a dream. I woke up. I know I woke up, you know? Ooh. You know what probably happened, though? If they were all drinking, they probably did go inside. And she was just probably like, no, no, everyone's been outside. Mm. People probably went inside to, like, pee or something. And she just had no idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number three. A few years later, I had this friend whose house that I would go to almost every single weekend. It was one of those friendships where her parents considered me another kid. And if I didn't come over, it was super weird. Well, they had this cat named Oscar. And when I tell you I hated this cat... Oh, boy. I'm super allergic to cats, so I had to avoid everything that these cats touch when I came around. And it isn't 
this isn't why I hated the cat. He just had a shit personality, and I'm almost sure that he felt the same about me. <laughs> but every single night, my friend and I would sleep upstairs in her bed, and every fucking night, like clockwork, this cat would just pit her fucking patter its way up to the stairs, push open her door, jump on the bed, and then climb onto my stomach. I would immediately push him off and onto the floor. I would hear him at the floor, and then he would jump right back up onto my stomach. Then sometime throughout the night, I would feel him jump down and go back downstairs. This happened every night for years. This girl and I were friends from the ages of 12 to 16, and every week weekend me and this bitch ass cat would go night would night tango for 45 minutes until i gave up this started when i was 12 cut to one of the last nights that i stayed in this house we were all sitting in the living room hanging out it was me my friend her sister her two brothers her mom and her dad i have no idea what we were talking about until oscar came into the room and her mom had to shoo him out since i was over i said something to the extent of yeah get out of here you're gonna bother me all night anyway her mom asked what I meant, so I was like, well, you know how he breaks into Brooklyn's room every night? And then as I was saying that, it, as I was saying it, I realized that in that moment, I literally never talked to anyone about it. I just assumed that they heard all the fuss all night and that it happens to them too. So I laughed and I explained that had it, happened, it had happened over the years, which wasn't much. I finished and they were all looking at me with weird looks on their faces, not saying anything. I asked, what's wrong? Her mom said, the cat gets locked up every night. What? The cats, they sleep in the locked laundry room every single night. They have every single night since we got them. Brooke also locks her door every night. When I tell you I lost my mind, I meant it. I literally had no explanation as to why this had been happening to me over the years. I really never got this explained any further other than just being told, yeah, our house is haunted. Our realtor mentioned it when she was showing it to us. Oh, thanks. Wow. See, when I hear these stories, I just think people are wrong. I'm like, no, your cat is probably out. And it just went into the room. Oh, no, no, no. See, I don't. I got. I, I got. As soon as they said they were fucking locked in, she felt a cat Ooh. on her, like she was pushing a cat off. That's clear as day. Yeah, and you could feel spirits. spirits Not over and them. over and over again, all night, every night. It's it's a cat, like jumping onto your stomach. You feel the fur. You're pushing it off of you. It's jumping back. Like it's a cat. Mm. This mom is wrong. That got out of a locked room and got into a locked room. She probably didn't lock him up that night. Maybe the daughter would, the, Every like, didn't like it and then there? let her out. So, Alyssa. <laughs> I don't believe it. I mean, Jerry's really gullible, but no, my my soul mm. felt that when you were reading it. I felt it. Okay, number four. This also, don't story. fucking lock your cats in a laundry room all night. Who does that? <laughs> B- Brooklyn's mom does. It's odd. Okay, so this next story also happened at the girl's house. It also it happened right before I found out about the cat. So these two situations combined are why my mom was like, uh, "I think you should, I think you should be done going over there." One night I was staying at with this friend, and her half sister was there uh, too, since it was her dad's weekend to have her. Well, I loved her sister, so I ended up staying in the guest room with her that night, and she. The night she stayed over. I was probably 11 or 12. We were watching something random on this tiny black and white TV, box TV they had in there, to close the door in this room. We had to push a vacuum in front of it so it wouldn't creep open in the night since it was such an old house. We were sitting in bed, and all of a sudden, like a scary fucking movie, the TV shuts off, and the vacuum goes flying, and the door slammed open like a fucking SWAT team was coming in. Now, the vacuum didn't go far, but like... 
if a vacuum is sitting flush against the door, you expect it to fall straight down, like put your hands together and open them. And that's how we imagined it would if it had fallen down. No, this bitch moved five to six inches away from where it originally was. So we had to move it backwards to get it back in place. We screamed bloody murder and the whole house came to see us crying and yelling. We ended up sleeping terribly in my friend's room that night. See, so their doors don't even close. So the door open, cat's fucking in the room. (laughs) I love you, Alyssa. (laughs) Okay, number five, last one. I was six when my mom, stepdad, and I moved into my parents' current house. As I mentioned earlier, I sleepwalked really, really badly for a long time. So my mom's biggest worry was moving into this house that we were going to have a one-floor apartment. We were going from a one-floor apartment to a two-story house with two flights of stairs. My stepdad worked second shift, and my mom got terrible sleep at night because she was always up listening for the sound of me tumbling down the stairs. There are two points of the view of the story, so let's start with my mom's. My mom loved the house we bought. Every inch of it was perfection to her, except for the one part. There was a corner of the stairs. There was a corner of the upstairs where the door of the bathroom and the door of the attic met, where she felt horrible. She said walking into the bathroom past that one spot usually just made her feel uneasy, but sometimes it would make her sick to her stomach. One night, my mom was asleep, and she said it was the deepest she had slept in that house the whole time we had been there. This was her dream. And a few times she told us about it, her story stays 100% consistent, which means, and it matches up with my dad's. She was laying in the bed and woke up all of a sudden. This is her dream, though, so stay with me. She couldn't move her body, and she saw through the door. She, thro- she saw through her door that I was out of the bed and coming out of my room across the hallway f- from her. Mom, what are you doing, babe? Go to bed. Do you want to? Oh, do voice? Uh, okay. okay. Nothing. I just started walking out of my doorway into the hallway. At the same time, I started walking. My mom looked over at the spot of the house that made her feel sick. There was a large, black, smoky thing hovering there. She said, I walked straight over to it. You need to go back to bed. Get away from there. Nothing. I walked into the smoke. It started crawling. It was its way across my skin. Oh. Get off of my daughter. Nothing. She started crying in her sleep. Get away from my house. Get off of my kid. The smoke... The, the, nothing. The smoke alarm started taking over my body. Get the fuck out of my house. The smoke... I said smoke alarm. <laughs> you did. I didn't even catch it until you said it. The smoke all of a sudden ripped its way off me and flew out the bathroom window. I was still sleepwalking. But I turned around and walked back into my bedroom like nothing happened. My mom woke up. To my dad shaking her and screaming at her. Now for my stepdad's perspective. He had gotten off of work very late from work one night, made himself dinner, went upstairs to watch TV and go to bed. He ended up watching for a little bit, shut the TV off and closed his eyes. Now 10 minutes later, he woke up in real life to me sleepwalking, standing in the doorway. Wait, so her mom is dreaming that she's sleepwalking and dad is... Really watching her sleepwalk. Yeah. Okay. Woo. <sighs> Go to bed. You're freaking me out. Nothing from me, but my mom started mumbling something in her sleep. He looks at her and me and wonders if he should wake her up or deal with me. I start walking to where the bathroom door and the attic door meet. My mom starts speaking what sounds like gibberish very loudly. Stacy, wake up. You guys are really freaking me out. Nothing. He sees me standing in the doorway, not moving. My mom's getting louder and louder at this point. Stacy, get the fuck out of my house. 
but I didn't do anything. <laughs> I start walking back to my room. My dad starts yelling at my mom to wake up. She finally does. The next day, a Saturday, we go directly to my grandparents' house so that my parents can explain what happened. My dad tried to mimic the words that my mom was saying in her sleep, and my grandpa determined that she was speaking in tongues in real life. But in her dream, she knew what she was saying felt right to her. He came over to pray over the house again, but before he did, my mom noticed that the spot of the house that had smoke had been in her dream didn't feel the same anymore. It just felt like any normal area of the house. That was the last night I would ever, to this day, sleepwalk again. I also used to have such bad dreams that I couldn't function right the next day. After that night, I had gun-trenching nightmares again. My house always felt like a safe zone, and after talking to a few people about it, they think my mom, a woman who hardly even practices a religion anymore, blessed our home better than anyone had ever tried to do before. My grandpa said it was a spiritual equivalent until my mom lifting a car off of a stuck child, a sort of mama bear response. Since these things have happened, my life has been relatively normal. I don't deal with freaky shit happening to me as much, but it's probably just because I'm older now and kids are way more susceptible to things. Thank you so much for reading this. I'm sorry for how long it was. I've been sitting in my drafts for a year because I was so scared to send it in because I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy or something. Thank you for teaching me that it's okay to be vulnerable and by letting thousands of people into your lives. Love you for caring about us all so much. Thank you for being a safe space to be myself. Okay, love you, bye. That was so cute. Oh, oh my god. That was so wholesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. I think you're a little crazy, but it's fine. Jerry loves you. I don't think you're crazy at all. <laughs> Not at all. I tend to be a little more vulnerable than most. Yeah. And I've definitely had very many encounters, different sorts of encounters with like spirits or paranormal type activity whatever you want to call it jerry Mm -hmm. has definitely had my fair share of and like Liz with the oh the door got open the door didn't even close and that's why the cat was on you every night i'm a definite firm believer of no that was (laughs) you know so it's it's funny how i think like your level of exposure to or how susceptible you are to i think can definitely make you form opinions or or i've seen ghosts twice but i was younger the one time that I saw it by Mary's grave, I was in high school. And then the one time with my dad when we saw the four, five children run across the road, I was probably about seven or eight, I think we said. Mm. Um, but ever since then, I've never seen anything in my adult life. That was the only time. So I have seen ghosts. And But sorry. I also could have just been like... I don't know, imagining shit in my head. Like, I still don't even believe myself. See, but that's myself. what you do. You're a person I don't even believe like, myself. Ah, no, I was just imagining it. And, like, you... I did you, see you, it, but also I was like, I was so young, maybe it never really happened. But then when we looked it up, it winds up being that whole family that we looked up last year. Yeah. With an explanation. So how and do you that explain that? And that cop car, right? How do you explain that? Mm. Right, because it really happened. I don't know. There was, like, a light or something, and it oh, looked yeah, like sure. white yep. things uh-huh. going across the street. I don't know. <laughs> I'm open-minded to it, but I'm not, like super into it at the mm. same time like i get it but also like i'm not like super into it did we look up the cop car thing at the mary's grave was that did that end up being a real thing yes that people see that yes yeah i saw that i did see it and i have you, the vision in my head still like i can remember it exactly like i'm looking at it right the now car and stuff like that and if you look it up yeah like that's are we sure woo. can we look that up yes, again we did sure absolutely it was an old police car buggy, and he's standing by it, and he has his arm crossed. But maybe, see, here's the thing. Remember how we, like, thought we went into the Statue of Liberty? Right. So maybe Like, maybe I, like, researched it so much, much that in my head I'm like, oh, I saw it. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't believe myself. 
The story with my dad was interesting because we hadn't talked about it for years and years and years, and we both remember that story. Like, I feel like if I looked up articles on it, I would see the image and be like, oh, yeah, that's what I saw. I probably just looked at the articles so much. I'm going to read the last email. Haunted house recommendation. Geraldine? Let's go. Hi, ladies. I just finished listening to the podcast about you guys going to spooky things for October, and I have to give you a recommendation. This past weekend, I went to a haunted house in Queens, and I got to say, it was really fun. I know Jerry loves the actually scary stuff, but although it's not the scariest thing ever, my friends and I had a lot of fun. The actors were great, and you can't see anything in there, and you get laser guns to kill the monsters. It's not necessary to get it, but it gives you a sense of protection if anyone gets really scared, a.k.a. me. The haunted house is actually an actual house. The, de- the owners designed the mazes, and they made the whole thing themselves. It's pretty much a small business, which I thought was great to, to support them. You can tell that they do it for the love of spookiness. After we got out, they asked us what did we think, and we ended up talking to them for a while about inspo and changes that we, they will be doing the last days of October, and they were really nice. Also, it's $10 a person, so it's kind of affordable, which I loved. I thought you might be interested. P.S. I attached a video we got from the experience. Oh, my God. There you go. So in Queens. That's all the way in Queens, yeah. Hmm. I'm playing the video. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty scary. Michael Myers popped up with a knife. While they were walking by. Interesting. Thank you so much for your recommendation. Geraldine will be going there by herself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After last night going to those houses, I was like, oh, I actually can't do spooky stuff. Really? Because I was spooked even just being in my car at some of them. Mm. It was like late at night and like foggy and like all the scary stuff making noises. That first one that you sent us to, the little girl was like, being around the rosy. <laughs> yeah, no. The animatronics scare me. Like, I can't do real people. <laughs> Especially with my fear of, like, them actually being nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Is that? Did you find anything? Was that all? See? I think I was wrong. No, it, no. There's mention of it, but it's a huge article, and it's not like... You know, sometimes yeah. when you, like, you search a word, it'll, like, show you in the article where yeah. it is. It's not doing it here, and it's little fine print. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes, I've... it. There is such a thing with a go, with a cop ghost, so... Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It's in... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, a murder case that said maybe we could talk about, and... Uh, I was like, hmm, Meredith Kircher. Mm-hmm. Meredith Kircher, never heard of that. And then it says, basically, Mer- Meredith was murdered by her room- roommate. And there are some deep secrets her roommate had. It's interesting, and I would love to hear you ladies discuss it. I'll attach some links below and some articles about the case, right? Okay. So she did it. Now, I read, as I'm reading this, I'm going, Mer- murder case, Meredith Kircher. Never heard, like, I'm, like, not familiar to me at all. Okay. I clicked on the very first thing, and it said Amanda Knox. Now, I know, see, you just did the same thing. I'm like... That sounds familiar. Amanda Knox is familiar. So, from what I'm remembering about the case, which now, obviously, we're going to have to dive dive deeper into it, but Meredith Cox... I mean, Amanda Knox was the girl that was accused of killing 
Meredith Kircher. But I think the case became so Amanda Noxious because <laughs> Amanda Noxious <laughs> uh, about Amanda because I think she was wrongfully convicted. This is going to be like Gabby Petito one day. Like our kids are going to hear about, oh, the Gabby Petito case because this shit is fucking crazy. As we're recording this, you guys, all of a sudden the park is closed down. It's been open for weeks and then they found remains in his backpack and shit. Such bullshit. I'm sorry. Did I say that wrong? No. The park was closed down for weeks. They were searching it. It opens. And, and then they found all it. of a sudden they found something. Right. They, yeah. Uh, they find his stuff by remains. Like it, like uh. that's not a distraction. That's a distraction. This is a, like a, literally a modern day murder case. This is yeah. crazy. He's psychotic. What, where is he? People are saying now he m- killed somebody else, plotted it there in hopes that they think it's him. That it's his body. But he had to have killed somebody a long time ago because Gabby died and four weeks later they still figured out who she was, how she died and everything. Like autopsies can find a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure out who it is. I don't know. I don't know. It could be him or it could be a plot and he could be still hiding in his parents' backyard in a bunker or some shit. It's fucking crazy. Okay, sorry. Go on about this case. Okay. So I'm just going to give, like, this has a timeline rundown. Okay, so it says December 4th, 2009. Knox and Salicito are convicted. I don't know who that is, whatever, because I don't know a lot about the case. I only remember the name Knox. At the conclusion of a trial, they saw they saw more than 50 hearings and dozens of witnesses called. The defendants are convicted of Kircher's murder with a teary Knox sentenced to 26 years. Um, additionally, the two were ordered to pay more than $7 million to the Kircher family, and Knox is ordered to pay somebody, okay, for defamation. Okay, so that was in 2009, December. June of tw- 2011, they appeal it. Uh, October 2011, it says it jury of six citizens and two judges overturned the convictions of Knox. Oh, and then in 2014, they're reconvicted of murder. And then in March 15, they're overturned again. Jesus Christ. If you want, we can dive into this on another episode. Yeah. We can we can go into we it more in depth in another right episode. Give me an old cold case. <laughs> Give me a case and let, let let somebody who's not a professional look at it. Because sometimes it's like, you know, everybody looks through trained eyes. Sometimes yeah. an untrained eye, in my opinion. Like how many like Gabby was found through an untrained eye. They have all these investigators and people and everybody else and it was found through social media. Yeah. So I think a lot of times like there's been so many things in the recent past where it's like People in internet groups, people throwing around theories that it's like, oh, what about this? And then you start watching and it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? They're right. So I think uh, I would love to do that. Take just take on cases and just look and see if I can find something that maybe they've looked over a billion times, you know, mm-hmm. and start cracking cases. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Jerry, cool case cracker. That was an option. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be awesome. But all right. So thank you for your recommendation. Alyssa and I will definitely dive into this, maybe educate ourselves because I didn't realize it all involved that never remember the name Kircher which to me is really sad that this lady was murdered and I don't know her name like Gabby's name we'll never forget Gabby's name so at least she was the highlight of it and I feel Mm. like the 
theatrics, the the shit around Kircher's murder overshined, you know, like overpowered her poor murder, you know? Like, oh, she's guilty, she's not guilty. They overturned it. They retried her. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's just shitty, you know? What I mean, do you mean? Like, the poor girl died, but, like, you and I, neither... That name, when I said that name, you and mm-hmm. I didn't knew, move, but when I said Knox, we both, mm-hmm. like, reacted to it. It's like, so we... Because she's the murderer, possibly. But what about the victim? Like, I feel yeah. bad for the victim. Because, yeah. Like, I didn't even realize that name. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of sucky that the victim dies, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... I mean, at least the trial's still going, and they're trying to get justice for her and figure out, like, what happened and who did it. Yeah. But, it's yeah. Crazy. We all know Brian Laundrie's name now, too. Yeah. And fucking Chris Watts. Well, the, the, that's another one. Am I saying that name again? Chris Watts. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Chris Evans. You know, when you when I was editing the other one, ever was, uh, ever, sorry, Amani was walking by and he was like, oh, that's the Marvel guy? Yes. Thing? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's like, an actor. She meant Chris Watts, Amani. Captain America, I think he is. <laughs> I meant Chris Watts. Chris Watts, like, um... We know his name. We don't know his wife's name or his kid's name. That's true. When it becomes a big case, it is focused on who did it, I guess. I get you're right. Yeah. Anyways, um, thank you for listening to our spooky episode. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Happy anniversary, Listen Sane. We love you guys. I don't know what we're doing. I was told to not make plans. So, when I was told to vlog, don't make plans. And that's it. So we'll see. Um, thank you all for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you totally don't have to. But there's a link in our description. It's $2.99 a month. And you'll get our episodes early. So you get Mondays on Sundays and Thursdays on Wednesdays. And it helps us put out two episodes a week for you guys. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.